Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. I am the big guy, Ryback, joined by Raj Geary of Wrestling Inc., WrestlingInc.com, with our first live Shooting Blanks. Raj, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. A lot. Of, I'm really nervous right now. <laughs> yeah, you've never you've never done anything. You've never been in front of a live audience. Right? I've, uh, I'm behind the times technology-wise. I've, I've, I've done so much, and then I've realized that I've... Uh, you brought up a thing about doing these live, and I go, why not? The shows, what we talk about, by the time we put it out on a four-day delay or a three-day delay, it's just not quite the same. So this is a good way to get the yeah, fans yeah. Uh, involved in what we are doing, answer some questions along with uh, the news of the week. So happy to be here. Right. Yeah. Uh, so already we're getting some chats. Uh, Shammy, wow, LOL. Uh, and this is a work in progress. Uh, next week, I'll be able to put these on the screen. But uh, 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 Shammy. Oh, should I, w- I be able to get that on the screen? Actually, Raj, on my end over here. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it on your screen. Uh, if you go to the comments tab. There we go. I'm, it's not your you, fault, Raj. It's mine. I was uh, <laughs> I, I'm behind the times, as we say, a botch by the big guy. Yeah. So yeah, you can throw throw them on the screen as we go. Uh, any questions? You throw you uh, if you're on YouTube, throw in your super chats, and we'll make sure all your super chats are, are red. So, uh, big week in wrestling as always. It seems like it never ends. Uh, first of all, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm well, Raj. I'm well. The week of uh, TMZ uh, kind of a put out a, a little bit of a misleading statement that I'm suing Ezekiel Elliott, uh, that I'm hard up for money. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so we had to do a few blocks on the last few days. And uh, I say few loosely. So, but <laughs> what's yeah. That? So this show we made, it was on TMZ. They, they, and, and, you know, on wrestling, we made sure to say that Ezekiel Elliott, uh, he's got the feed me, uh, which is exactly the intent is the same as feed me more. Um, but you already have that trademarked. Uh, it's the same, uh, the same intent wrestling. Inc. We, we, we've noted that if needed, you would be willing to pursue legal action. If, you know, if, if that, because he's trying to trademark that, which so, is done through the trademark um, office, as far as legal grounds go, but it's all done through the trademark office. It's not like what people think, like suing anything of that nature. Right. And again, and, and I get people, you're going to have people that are fans of his and that, that say, Oh, let him have it. That's not how branding works. And your job is irrelevant. Uh, being on TV is irrelevant. And that I don't have to be on TV to have my brand. And I tell people, they go, well, it's entirely different. And I, I go, well, go ahead and say, feed me more without saying, feed me. And the best way I can explain this to people is, right. is more is a universal word. Feed me is my phrase. More is the universal word to make it apply to anything. Just do it with Nike. Just do is the phrase. It right. is the universal word. And so 
a lot. My attorney's right. great. We, I can't trademark just do things while I'm running, right. you know. And, it, and you know, if, it, if right. he was doing something with feed me the football or it, even then they might have difficulty on it. But at least it would be specific and not he's literally taking the brand and he wants to market it for clothing outside of football is what he's trying to do. So anyone in that to right. me is the bad guy in the situation. I'm simply protecting what is mine and what I've gone through the legal process to create. And you're, regardless of if you don't understand of my situation of my injuries and having to get my health back and what I have taken time to build from a brand in three different categories, I'm sorry. And I wish them all the best, but I'm not the bad guy in the situation. I'm nobody suing anything. The trademark office will reject them. And if not, we will, we will tie it up in the trademark office to protect my brand moving forward. But wish them the best. They seem to right. be off to a hell of a start, Rush. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Ezekiel Elliott, he's a pro wrestling fan, so this is uh, exactly. it's not like this is coming out of nowhere. So. And people that so. say he started doing it in um, 2016, I created it in 2007, where it had a significant meaning to my life, and then used it on TV in 2012, and instances prior, actually, but on main TV 2012. So, And again, I went through the process of right. doing everything to protect it and to create the brand. So, not today, Junior. <laughs> uh, a lot going on uh, just I mean today we're doing this live usually when people hear this it's, uh, it's a couple days uh, there's a couple day delay but might as well get into it uh, WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump uh, Melania Trump retribution all there's been COVID uh, COVID outbreaks in AEW and WWE and now the, the White House uh, this thing is not over uh, just kind of want to get your thoughts on on everything that's going on. No, I mean, I, I, clearly, I don't think there's... The virus is very real. The information on how serious it is for the majority of people, I think, shows that the majority of people end up fine. But I think there is a certain portion of the population that is at risk. I think everyone needs to take it serious. We've talked about that time and time again. I wish... I, I, I have no ill will towards... Any, like As far as that, like you want... It, it, nobody should be making jokes about anyone getting COVID uh, or anything of that nature. And, and hopefully, whoever's the president of the United States is that we should all be rooting for to do the best job possible and to be as healthy as possible and, and so that we can all continue to thrive and, and stay strong and stay positive-minded, keep a positive mindset. So, again, as everyone that's gotten it, I, I think that he's uh, – I think he will overcome it and everything, both of them, and be all right. And um you know, I, it's no ill will. I don't know, regardless of what your political beliefs are or feelings, like, right? you know, so it, it's unfortunate, but I have a feeling he's going to be just fine. Yeah. And uh, this, this week, obviously, we had the presidential debate, which was unlike anything we've seen. Uh, pro wrestling can't do that anymore. Like, there is nothing that heated uh, like what we saw earlier this week. That was uh, um, a direct reflection of society. And so let's... Yeah. Right. And uh, got a bunch of comments going. Uh, I'm not able to to, to click them, okay. but feel free to, to throw any up uh, as you see fit. Uh, so 
not to toot my own horn, but I did break a, a story last night. Uh, WWE is taking over the talent's Twitch accounts uh, in four weeks. They sent out an email uh, letting talent know that uh, they can keep their Twitch accounts, but WWE is going to own them. Uh, they will get a percentage of those revenues that goes to that Twitch account, but that counts against their downside guarantee. Yep. Uh, Andrew Yang, of course, <laughs> replied immediately, uh, just saying that it's uh, unconstitutional. Uh, we spoke to Andrew Yang on the podcast. Uh, we've talked a lot about, about this, uh, but your thoughts, revenue, and not during your time. Yeah, no, the it i would be really curious to know what that that that, that cut that is going to be because as we know the percentages in wwe are oftentimes uh heavily favored uh, to the promoter to vince um now you're dealing with uh, something with social media the, a lot of these guys have built up their followings on there and you're going to count it against their downside my thing is well then their contract should be restructured every single one of them to incorporate uh, and increase everyone should get a raise then based off of this prior, just if they're going to keep it this way, because now they're right. taking their, their revenue on that and they're counting it towards their downside, which they're going to pay them less on other things now. And they're going to increase the, their bottom line. Um, this is greed at its finest. I understand protecting brands, but when talent, it, the, the talent all have a choice there where they don't have to, if everyone just said, we're not doing this, they wouldn't be able to do anything about it. The problem is, is that's not what's going on. And in all fairness, when you got new people starting out, you're going to do whatever you're told. That's the name of the game. You have no power. You don't have a lot of money. Most guys don't have anything saved up for quite a long time there with how the pay structure is, even though the pay is better. It, it's, it's a frustrating thing. I'm glad I'm not involved in it and part of it, quite frankly. But, but that just goes to show you just how screwed up everything is. Like I said, I think if you're going to do this, though, they all should then their contracts should be renegotiated to incorporate this new addition into it. They're not doing that. I promise you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see what comes of it. Um, Andrew Yang has promised that if, if Joe Biden were to win the presidency, he'll have a say uh, if he's not secretary of labor, he'll have a say with what goes on. He, he has been saying that he will look into WWE's business practices. So yeah, um, we will see. Um, but yeah, uh, Vince McMahon, <laughs> Yeah. No, that will be really it, it, interesting. It is unlike anything, uh, any other business that we know of. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see if that's what happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon did send a letter to talent this week uh, instructing them that any unauthorized third-party um, relationships must end by today as we're recording this and that any talent who failed to comply could be fined, suspended, or terminated. So... From from the head honcho himself. Yeah. No, that's and, and when I told you when I was uh, there, they brought us all into a room and tried to force everybody to sign over their social media accounts, which I, I got up and I left. Um, and that day, they tracked down everyone. They tried to track me down multiple times and force me to sign it. And I never did. I knew I was leaving already. And uh, but and I don't know exactly the exact specifics on what control it gave them. It essentially allowed them to go into anybody's accounts at any time. Um, and have full control over the accounts, which I thought was, was completely ridiculous. And I think this is just taking a further step. And now you're Correct. directly, as far as money, it, you know, 
I would love to see the percentages and I think the contracts, that's going to be a real talk that needs to happen on renegotiating contracts to incorporate social media then in revenue. Right. Uh, in the chat, Vivek Jolka is asking, before we get on to the next topic, Vivek Jolka is asking what your favorite cheat meal is. Ah, if I'm going to, pizza and wings is always, uh, pizza and wings, I think, as it ranks at the top uh, of it. Can't go wrong. No. As American as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, Miro, uh, he, uh, he, he was, he made his AEW debut early September. He's apparently a, a big gamer now. <laughs> This is gimmick. Uh, some video game guy was in a vignette, but he did a he did a interview on the AEW Unrestricted podcast, and he discussed his time in WWE. Uh, talking about when he asked us for his release, he talked about how um, it was uh, it was leaked. He didn't want it to leak, and he also talked about how the original idea with the Lana Bobby Lashley storyline when it came out that he was a sex addict was that he was supposed to have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> he went directly to Vince McMahon. Uh, he said, you have the man that took my wife and now I have erectile dysfunction and then I'm going to lose. Uh, I just think if, it's better if we do the sex addict thing. Now, the shocking thing to me is that Vince actually listened to it, <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't force the erectile dysfunction storyline insane what is uh when i heard that and i didn't realize that till I, he, he mentioned that this is what we talk about when I, when i say when i like when i walked out i walked out before they were going to start embarrassing me before my contract ran out and that is they've done it time and time again and vince has no shame like that to have a guy that was at one point your most over guy or up there as far as his reactions and then you want him in the babyface situation to lose his wife to another man. He's losing the feud. And then you want him to real life wife. Yeah, real life wife, by the way. And then you want them him to he's the big strong baby face that has erectile dysfunction um, that can't quite keep his wife. And then there's no coming back from that from a character standpoint, and then the way that that people hold on to this stuff. Can you imagine? Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Texas rattlesnake has erectile dysfunction. Do you think, do you think Stone Cold would do an angle like that or anybody with half a brain? Like Deborah goes with Jeff Jarrett because of... Yeah, like it's just... <laughs> right. I, I just hear this stuff and I, the, the guy, man, it, it's, it's unnecessary. And it, it's because it's being done out of spite because he's leaving. That's the problem with it. You know, if it was something that was done, right. it was... It was a heel saying, and it wasn't true, and the baby face is going to, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know how, but Rusev was really smart for, for putting the kibosh on that one. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there we go. So Miro now in AEW. What do you think of the name Miro? Do you like I mean, it just doesn't sound to me as tough as Rusev. I think Rusev like, was such a great name. I mean, that's his real name. Yeah. Rusev is is a strong, right. powerful name. I think Miro. It, it's, I'm okay with it. I think you got to give it time. I remember when I first heard Dolph Ziggler, and I go, "Oh man, I've always been friends with Nick." And I thought Ziggler was really odd, and then like it's just now it it, it fits. It somehow over time fits. I think Miro. It all is going to come down to what he does, how he's used, and I think over time you then you perceive the character differently. The further we get away from Rusev, time wise. 
the more Miro will will grow on us. It's like when when Ambrose. I always like the name Dean Ambrose. When he changed it to Moxley, even though I think that's a cool name too, it was hard for me because I remembered him. My entire experience with him right. was as Dean Ambrose. So I just think it takes time. Yeah, there's worse names out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Matt Coughlin in the chat's asking, "How do you pick or choose your feeding time food locations?" Again, it just kind of depends on what can fit into the day, and uh, looking at other videos that are that are doing decent. I've been vegan for ten days now, where I'm not eating animal products. So I'm trying to come up with some different videos that are like I'm going to be trying a three and a half pound bag of Sour Patch Kids that one of the world record mm-hmm. Matt Stoney guys couldn't do. I think I have a shot at, at completing it, um, but we're going to find out. So just doing videos that I think are creative that will generate interest and that are for me to have a cheat day before I go into my fast. So we're doing a lot more healthy stuff yeah. now to kind of fit it in with where I'm going. Right. Uh, uh Suhail is asking if you have interest in gaming. Well, I am now on Twitch as Ry- Ryback Rules. And I'm going to be uh-huh. streaming. My gaming chair actually comes in today. The uh, Twitch room has been uh, set up. And uh, I'm going to be doing Mortal Kombat 11 and Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Solely just playing against fans and having one-on-one conversations. And using that platform at a little more personal level than all the others. And uh, one more before we get to the next topic. Vivek Jilka is asking your favorite football team if you have one. Ah, I don't really, I don't watch a lot of football. I was always a Rams and Steelers fan, though. Those were the two teams. Uh, Patriots, too, I always, I'm a big Tom Brady guy. I like, and I always enjoyed watching the Patriots win. Um, but I'm not too, too uh, caught up in it anymore. So, speaking of football, the XFL is officially back. The Rock is one of the owners, uh, along with Danny Garcia, uh, his longtime business partner, his ex-wife, and uh, Redbird Capital Partners. Uh, And they announced that it's going to be back in the spring of 2022. So, not next year, but the year after. Danny Garcia, her people contacted us uh, because her name was not in the headline of our article with The Rock. Oh, wow. Uh, And and all the press releases, her name is first. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see, but it's The Rock. I mean, come on. I mean, Red Capital Partners was not in our headline either. Yeah, that's usually the way the stuff works is the guy with the, the spotlight usually, you know, right. which, that he's the name that is attached to the brand now. Uh, and, uh, right. and rightfully so, because I think with his name is a name associated with success uh, in 2020. And I think it um, it helps kind of get with Vince in the original XFL and, and nothing against Vince on that and trying something different. But let's be honest, it didn't go as planned. It, 0 for 2, even though granted COVID, I think definitely did not help. And, and you have to take that into account. But things were starting to decline again um, before that even. And uh, I think having The Rock associated with it is the best thing possible uh, and gives it the best chance to, to have success in the future. So I think he's smart too. 2022, you got a whole other year, the rest of this year, all of next year, and really do things the right way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Triple H uh, did a media call this week. Uh, he was asked about NXT moving to Wednesday nights. He, he kind of gave a diplomatic answer saying he's happy where they're at. Um, they're open to doing the best business that we can, but it's a, it's not really their decision. It's the network's decision. Uh, I, I think it's kind of both of theirs. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's clear that NXT is there not to 
garner big ratings, but to hurt AEW, which I mean, that's it's smart business at the same time. Absolutely. And that was the reason. And, and again, Hunter's good at, at, at giving corporate answers and, and all that. He's, he's, he's great at that. And uh, I think for wrestling fans, them moving to Tuesday night, uh, I think that's better for all wrestling fans as far as I think it. And, but the problem with that is from a WWE standpoint is it's going to increase AEW's fan base. Even, it's going to get it's, their numbers are going to probably be consistently around that million mark, if not higher. And it gives them it gives them a bump that they don't want them to have yet that they're able to take that away to keep a portion of their audience watching NXT or, or both or, or whatnot going back and forth. So, I mean, from a business standpoint, I understand it. And, but I think in, in they're, they're always going to, they've, they've built that brand up, but karma's a bitch. And I think it, it's, I think it's inevitable. Like I said, in a year, I think AEW is the top promotion. Yeah. Uh, get, to some of these chats, Carmen Vittorio was saying XFL was good this year. Would like to see them finish the season. Um, David Fye is asking, Ryback, are you married to Melissa? I'm not sure. That's uh, no, that was Melissa yeah, is. It's, uh, false information online. I don't know who Melissa is. I've never been married. It was something I've tried to get it removed, and it, it, it been the site that published that is like no longer. They're not responding. And uh, it got taken off of one site and then just it's all over online. So, um, yeah, not married, not married to Melissa. Don't know who that is. That's been a thing for it, that's cost me a few meeting people, actually, because they thought I was lying and thought I was married. So it's, actually, it's an issue kind of like legit. It sucks. Man. Wow. The Internet, man. It's uh, it's uh, the Wild West out there. A lot of lies. It's, 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 um yeah um the batista this week he was on uh on twitter and he noted that rizza from the wu-tang clan was going to add some lyrics to his theme for free when he went back in 2014 for free and wwe said no which just boggles my mind and uh, batista wrote just another one of my frustrations of the 2014 s show s show uh of a return so it makes no sense to me yeah and to give you so wwe what they do is they have certain things um and i'm sure they gave they'll have like if, if hunter were to be asked that like why he would give a great corporate answer on how the logistics or something wasn't possible what what they like to do is they like to save the big things for people like hunter and other which you notice he they they, they go to great lengths to make sure he has those great wrestlemania entrances and he does not like to be outdone. And that, that's a very real thing. Bray Wyatt, the year that Hunter fought Sting, was supposed to have uh, the band that I remember uh, hearing something about. Uh, is it Cry Little Sister? You mean Undertaker, right? No. Yeah, when he fought Undertaker. But Bray Wyatt, the, yeah. for his theme song, they were going to do I think, yeah. Cry Little Sister. They were going to do uh, some sort of version of that, and they wouldn't let him. Um and it, it boggled our mind it, it, this, because it would have helped make him so much more even, even in putting over The Undertaker. But just to make it a real, just to go to great lengths and uh, it, it sucks. It, it, there's nothing worse as a performer that you, you work and you kill yourself 
and you see a company that would only benefit from making everyone bigger stars go out of their way not to do it. it and that's why they're in the position they're in now and why I keep saying AEW as long as they just keep doing what they're doing they're going to they're gonna win in the end because WWE has been going the wrong way for too long another example yeah uh, actually Dim Dim I think is how you, you said the last name sorry if I mispronounced it he's saying Ryback so much love from India uh, so we've got people from India watching right now. Uh, many times. Hentai Gundam 19 says, the internet mutants imaginary wife for Ryback. So. The great, the majority of things <laughs> on the album. That's how it goes, I guess. Lies on it, unfortunately, so. <laughs> yeah. So this past week, Retribution, um, it's still around. Uh, T-Bar has got a, who's the former Dominic Dijakovic, has got a pretty strong Twitter game. Uh, was going back and forth with Eric Bischoff. Uh, but yeah, they uh, apparently uh, were exposed to COVID-19. Now, they hadn't tested positive for COVID-19 as we are recording this, but they were exposed to someone who was. There was, a, there was actually a party last week uh, where a bunch of NXT and some WWE main roster stars were at. And... Uh, Apparently, uh, you know, a lot of people were exposed, necessarily didn't necessarily get it, but yet, but uh, they're being kept off of TV as a precaution. So the retribution, all five members uh, were exposed. That's why they're not on TV. They weren't on TV this week. They're not going to be on TV next week. Horrible timing, obviously, with everything. And, you know, regardless of what you think about um, them or, or what's going on, you got new guys on the roster that are being given uh, significant TV time which is not easy to come by. Um, it, it, yeah, not good timing. You know, having a party or something, I, I, that's a questionable thing with everything going on. Um, you know, and sure, the talent, not with masks and whatnot. I don't know what the exact situation is on that. But regardless, uh, you're getting a large group together. If you say the word party, I'm assuming there's going to be drinking going on and guys in a laid-back atmosphere right. where I'm sure masks aren't being worn. Why would they? You're drinking. So <clears throat> it's uh, an unfortunate thing, <clears throat> but hopefully everyone, they, uh, everyone's fine. And then they can, they fit back into TV right now with the way everything is. Anyways, this is the forgotten period of pro wrestling. There's, this is, Correct. we're not going to remember this and we'll remember it for how bad it was, but we're going to want to forget it as quickly as possible. Once crowds are back because it, it's it, pro wrestling has been hit the hardest from this. No doubt. Right. What did you think of uh, the Roman Reigns heel turn and everything with Jey Uso? Uh, so I got to go back and actually watch all of that match. Uh, from everything that I've heard with that, yeah. I'm not shocked. Uh, when WWE wants to do something really good, they're, they're, they're always capable of doing that. And with those two guys, I have nothing but love and respect for. I've worked both those guys for years. So um, I thought it was a, what, what made this so good is I think it's such a good story. It, it, it has an element of real life in it, which I think allows people to come in, which just shows you that when you get a story uh, into wrestling, it, it, it makes it it makes up for a lot of the bad. And I, from everything I've seen, the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. And uh, I did think that I thought there would have been a cool swerve to have Jay win the championship for a month or two to further Roman, in his mind, justifying the heel turn. I think that would have been a, a cool way to, to play that. Um, but again, they, they, whatever they have in mind, I guarantee they have some 
they're giving it a lot of thought. And at the end of the day, though, this is for Roman. And this is just a way to get Jay as a single guy right now. And But I'm very happy for the opportunity Jay got to main event a pay-per-view. Right. Yeah. No, right. That's very cool. It, it does seem like they haven't made a Brock Lesnar type of star in a long time. And it seems like they're going that way with Roman, which is awesome. So he's the one guy uh, that has they put we'll see where they go. Into, yeah, they uh, they put enough into him over the years right. where there is uh, and there's the opportunity to do it, to make a megastar if they want to, which I think with AEW, which is why I think they have gone this route personally. Yeah. Uh, Sima Singh in the comment section saying WWE doesn't want their wrestlers to be bigger than the them they don't want another rock yeah i mean that's accurate that definitely point. seems yep that way 100 percent. And, and we've talked about that before yep um so raw this past monday night uh most the wrestlers didn't find out what they'd be doing until after 5 p.m just hours before the show went live yeah uh this was more inaccessible than usual and no, no Raw Underground, a lot of people, you know, we, we noted had tested positive for COVID or were exposed. So I think that's the reason it's not dropped yet. Uh, it's just that this past week, because of the outbreak and probably next week as well, uh, it's on a little hiatus. What was that again? I'm sorry, there was a brief on the what now? Uh, Raw Underground is on a yes. little, yes. Okay, yeah, Which, no, it was, yeah. And I don't, man, and we, we, we talked about this when they started this that like what's the ultimate goal of this and and i don't think they had one i think it was just a way to try to generate some interest and to spike the ratings slightly um to try to to, and uh i'm really curious to see where they go with this and because the longer it goes on with no direction the worse it's gonna get so it it may not be a bad thing that they they're on a hiatus Uh, we haven't, the third hour still keeps falling in the ratings. It has made no difference outside of that first week. So you just got to wonder what's the point. Shane McMahon could probably be used in, in a better role. Um, well, when I you were there, what, what, what were your dealings? You, though, there was a great comment on this. Was, he loves uh, Ziggler and Raw Underground. And I've seen Dolph in there and how he fights in that. And that I go, absolutely. The problem is, is that's how Dolph should be in the ring. He needs to have that intensity. And Correct. I love Dolph. He's my friend. But like in pro wrestling, we sometimes... It, it's if Dolph had that attitude in the ring, uh, that's what I think. Hopefully, maybe that's the benefit of this is that we start seeing this aggression and intensity in guys work in the ring because they should be exactly identical. You got it. You can't. It, 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 it's just it, it's that's the positive in it for me is that these guys hopefully take that intensity to the ring. Yeah. And that is one thing is, is if Dolph can kill these guys on Raw Underground, why isn't he? He's doing that same style on the ring. So what, everything yeah, he's doing that? on Raw Where's Underground that? is legal. Aggression, like, you know, ring. that's what I'm. That's what I was telling you. That that you're you're just you're just making right. the product. You're exposing it, which that guys, it's right. all those guys. Everyone in it has a different sense of urgency. Why? Because in their heads they think it's real. That's what fucking pro wrestling is supposed to be. <laughs> like <laughs> that's as simple as it gets. And I yeah. guessed on the channel, but damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually i mean we do it all the time and yeah. so far we haven't gotten dinged oh. <laughs> uh, harold mage uh new japan pro wrestling president stepped down he's leaving the company next month uh taka 
Takami Obari, who's the current CEO of New Japan of America, is going to take his place. Um, obviously, this year, uh, Harold Mage had initially promised $200 million a year in revenue for New Japan. Obviously, with the pandemic hitting, they weren't hitting that. Uh, New Japan uh, did some good stuff under Mage, but they weren't able to get a new TV deal in the U.S. They weren't really able to expand it. They're actually colder in the U.S. than they've been in, in a long time. Uh, so, yeah, a big shakeup. Obari, uh, his plan in the U.S. was to do these small shows, and I don't know. It just uh, it's it's not where it was uh, three years ago. Yeah, and I think again, in the, you know, there's wrestlers that are. I've never been a big big um, Japanese wrestling guy. I've taken, I've watched matches, and will take things from there. And but I've, you know, everyone has their opinion, and there that you know certain people love it, and that's all they're all about it. And I think that's great that there's all these different options in wrestling. But I think for another company um, to try to come over to the state with as much wrestling as we have here, I think it, 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 it they might have some success. I just think it's there's it's so oversaturated here, and, and I don't know. You know, it is what it is. I'm not the most up to date on it and, and, and probably not the best to speak about any of it going on just because I, I don't have outside of, like I said, watching something to get a few moves or to, to see a spot maybe here and there. Um, it, 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 I'm not up to par like probably some other people. I'm more American based wrestling. So, but yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> a lot right. of things changing and, in 2020. Right. I'm kind of the same way. I, I hear you. Uh, Matt Coughlin saying Ryback is real funny and true to us fans. Thanks to social media, I'm able to hang out and chat with one of my favorite wrestlers. Thank you very much. And I just saw someone just asked if I'm on dial-up, and I am not. <laughs> I have the highest Wi-Fi you could have, but I, for some reason or another, when we record on this, the I could definitely tell it's not as uh, optimal. So this is our first one, and uh, maybe I have to unplug something on my end uh, Wi-Fi-wise before we record. Um, but I've noticed during 2020 with COVID, the internet has not been as good um, at, at, during times in Vegas. So apologies. Yeah. You you were fine earlier. Right now you're breaking up a little bit. But uh, 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 Killmonger Gaming with a little Hindi saying, Raj Bhai kaise ho? I'll reply back saying, Metiku aap kaise? Which means I'm fine. How are you? Um, Edge this past week was uh, talking about a return to the ring. Uh, he said that they haven't gotten, uh, he hasn't gotten to the explosive stuff yet, but he feels like he's three months out. Uh, if you're paying attention, that's basically Royal Rumble time. And, uh, the rumor is that it's supposed to be Edge and Randy Orton at WrestleMania in a rematch, possibly for the championship. Randy Orton's likely facing, uh, I mean, he's definitely facing Drew McIntyre again. They shot the angle. And so Hell in the Cell, I don't see Randy Orton losing three pay-per-views in a row. Or four. It would be four. Yeah, I don't I don't see that either. But you know, Edge and yeah, man, I, I love the guy. Yeah, he's one of the I was I remember when he retired initially and I was going through my ankle injury. I got to work with him with Nexus uh, a bit early on, and he was always a guy that I, I wanted to be able to have a singles program with, and have nothing but, but love and respect for. And he uh, and I talked to him a bit before he, he went back about the stem cells. We had a couple conversations, and uh, it, was, it was. I'm glad he got to go back though and be involved in a big way, and and for him after the way everything went down. But I, I, I would like. I'm hoping by the time he he overcomes this setback, the crowds are back. And he could truly, truly, really 
be back with the crowds again. You know, I, even though with the Rumble, with everything, there were still crowds, but just it's he's such a good guy, man. He and it's such a like such a at his age too, and he's not old, but he's older. He's had a long career and, and injuries and some of the, those injuries. It, you never know how you're going to react to it. So I just hope he takes his time and uh, comes back better than ever. But def- him and Randy together is magic every time. But, yeah, I don't see Randy losing four straight. Yeah. Uh, Ryback, are you able to click on the uh, the super chat uh, the super chat comment on your end? Yeah, let me uh, pull that up here. The uh, question is, feed me more Wild Wing Cafe Braveheart Wings by Death by Giggity. <laughs> yeah, so if you click on it, it should show up on the screen, and then you click again, and it'll go off. I got but, it on uh, my screen. Thanks yeah, to Death by Giggity for this. You see it? Yeah, but it, it would show up, uh, but... Uh, we're we're still figuring this out, folks. This is the first Sorry, time. this is definitely on my... I can see it on my screen. It's popped up. How do I... Uh, Pull it up on the screen, Rush. Yeah, if you if you click on the comment, it should show up. Let me see. If you try that, not not doing it. Okay, all right, we'll figure it out for next week. Um, uh, uh, on the injury front, Tegan Knox, uh, she had torn her ACL. The it, the sad thing, it wasn't in the ring. It wasn't while training. It was actually while she was rehabbing it. Uh, she's had four injuries uh, recently, and. Uh, yeah, it happened in rehab. It just popped her ACL. So she's probably going to be on another six to nine months. Uh, really unfortunate. At one point, she was scheduled to win the May Young Classic because of her injury. That didn't happen. And, uh, and another setback. So um, really unfortunate. Yeah, the man, knee injuries, are they're no joke. And, and the rehab on that is is just a rigorous, just grueling process. And I luckily knock on wood. I haven't had, you know, the knee deal, but I've just, from everyone I've seen, it's so common in wrestling and, uh, to, to have a setback in rehab like that mentally, physically as hard as it is, but mentally it's a really tough thing. And I'm hoping, hopefully she's able to somehow get hooked up with some stem cells and, uh, to really help try to, um, to get that thing healed properly, but, but nothing but, but, but get well wishes and stay positive and, Everything that happens is for our favor and benefit if we believe it. And um, while it may not seem like the best thing at the time, hopefully there's a there's a, a, a much something down the road, a bigger picture that maybe you can't quite see right now. So, yeah, uh, Sima Singh in the chat is asking, why is there not a wrestlers union? Something we've discussed before. Yeah, I think with wrestling, it's such a complicated manner in the system that's being created. You know, and, and, and maybe wrestling doesn't need a union. I just think that it needs to be, I just think it needs to be a little bit better for the wrestlers, I think, in general. And, but there's such a wide range from the independents to, to TV wrestling, and there's such different levels of WWE and the other promotions, even though AEW now is, is, is in my opinion, it, granted, they're they're much newer and, and overall not as big as WWE. Where they're going, they're going to be. Um, I, I don't know what the answer to that is. It's it's been it, it's been tried over the years, and when you got you got a group of guys that are making really good money, and I say really good, they're not even making what they should be from a performance standpoint and from a number standpoint based on revenue generated. 
but compared to everything else, they're making great money. And then you got guys making on the lower end. It's just hard to get everybody. Why are you going to sacrifice $5 million or $3 million you're making and go to bat for somebody making $150,000? Why are you going right. to jeopardize? And that's always been the big issue with it. And they, that why nobody, it's like this whole Twitch thing. Everyone, if everybody would just not sign, they wouldn't be able to do anything, but all your top guys are going to do it because they're making so much money already. Why would they risk that money right now? They wouldn't, no one would do it. And the first yeah. guy that does it, he now needs the other guys that are making. That's why Vince and them pay just enough people, enough money to keep all these screwed up policies in place. Right. Uh, Daniel Miller in the chat is pointing out, I think Vince would just fire anyone that tried to start a union. It almost happened with Jesse Ventura back at uh, WrestleMania 2. He, he was trying to get wrestlers to unionize before that event. And he said that came out later in the uh, proceeding and legal proceedings that Hulk Hogan uh, kind of came out and told Vince that what Jesse was doing. Yeah. They, we've seen that time and time again. And, uh, and I agree. I think Vince would, that is, it, it he's has this system in place where you're jeopardizing that money for that's why I left and I've spoken up time and time again. I had to get out of the system to where I couldn't be touched and I've gotten away with everything. And a lot of people, it's not just for me, it's for pro wrestling to, to help raise issues with awareness, which oh, wrestlers have messaged me and said, thank you for speaking on this. We agree with you, but people in the business won't do it. And it's just a matter of, and my specific thing is with WWE, Vince directly and things. Yeah. And it, it, it's just, that's why things need to change. Yeah. King Sky is asking, what is one thing you would change about each company right now? Not my play. I don't, I don't know. I'm not involved. I'm not, I think everything with, with AEW, I, I'm, that's my top promotion that I, I, I watch and enjoy the most. That as long as everybody and everything I've talked to, I just had Vicky Guerrero on the Ryback show. And the, the environment in, in is so positive there from everything I've heard. And uh, I'll get this actually on. I can see the comment, Raj, pull it up. For there me. you go. The, but AEW, I think with the direction they're going, that they're on the right path and everything just takes time. Obviously, the one thing I would change with WWE is, is I would cut back on the scripted promos and I would tell ever I would have a meeting and I go, I would say, whoever gets the most over, we're running with, go get over. And then I think everybody would win. That meeting needs to happen again. And it will. And if AEW eventually takes over, I think that meeting possibly does. Or if Vince sells another company, changes the model back to letting superstars be as big as possible. I think that would be the best for everybody involved in the fans, number one. Yeah. Yeah. Not cutting their legs off as soon as they're getting over. Yeah, exactly. Death by Giggity saying, I wish... I was saying he should do a video of him eating Braveheart wings from Wild Wing Cafe. I've never tried those. What are Braveheart wings? I've never had. I've never heard of it either. But I will look it up and uh, and look into incorporating it into a video. Wings sound good. I might have to hit B dubs here after we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I may uh, be doing vegan wings moving forward. <laughs> so, so you're staying vegan. I, I, well, I'm 10 days in. I've, I've cut back. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna do a cheat meal here and there. But I'm probably right. not going to be doing it every week on there. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter, my 11-year-old daughter just went, she went vegetarian, but she's still eating seafood. So it's, I guess it's pescatarian is what they call it. Yeah. And man, it's, uh, it's, it's harder than it seems. I've like, actually been, I've been, I, after having Austin Aries on the podcast again, and I had issues a little bit energy wise because I was consuming my caffeine with my micronutrients 
and my minerals, which it was blocking the absorption of B12, zinc, and my iron. And I separated those like 90 minutes to two hours apart. And I ha I feel better than ever now. And I added more foods into my diet, um, lentils, chickpeas, and different things, pumpkin seeds, where I wasn't being as diverse as I could with my diet. And it has meant adding yeast flakes and chia seeds. It's actually really easy. I, I enjoy yeah. it. Like I, I it's, it, man, I'm telling you, if I can do it and have success on it, like it's not, Right, but yeah, I feel great, man. Feel great. I don't know if you can handle. This isn't really spicy, but in India, there's obviously a lot of vegetarian food, and with lentils, there's this thing called dal. It's like a, it's almost like a lentil soup, but yeah. it's it's really good. If, if you, you know, so that's the one thing we keep making here, so everyone's happy. <laughs> I would probably like. Yeah. Uh, ratings this past week, really surprising. Um, AEW Dynamite and NXT were both against the uh, the opening, the game one of the NBA Finals. And they both were up this week. Uh, Dynamite did 866,000 viewers, up 4% from last week. Uh, they beat NXT, which did 732,000 viewers, which was up 5% from last week. So even more up from last week. Raw was up against the biggest, probably the biggest football game of the season. And they were up uh, huge. They were up 9% from last week with 1.8 million viewers. Uh, in the 1849 demo, it was one of the best numbers they've done since WrestleMania's. I think it was like fourth or fifth highest. So against huge sports competition, all these wrestling shows were up. So I'm guessing we're kind of getting more and more down to the core fans that will watch wrestling over anything else and not so much the casuals that will go back and forth. Yeah, no, it's again, even with Raw, an increase is an increase, which is a, a positive yeah. the way things have gone, um, especially that that level. But the, the grand scheme of things is we're talking about ratings under the two mark. Um consistently and again and having you know they've done a great job with that thunderdome and having uh in, in improving the energy in those arenas uh I, i'm really curious though when, when we do have crowds back what these numbers are pulling back in and if, if we do see a short-term bump and then they start leveling back down and we're, we're hovering around that that 1.8 to 2.0 mark i mean it, it's just a, a trend we've seen for 20 plus years on, of it going down and again, it's all it, it's attributed to the to the business model of not creating stars, which again, if AEW, we just got to give them time. If AEW can let guys take off, get to megastar status somehow and just keep letting people do everything and let these the talent get us over, we're going to see it. It's eventually going to happen. And it just we, it, we might be years away from that now. And the next boom might not be until AEW has a fully stacked roster. Um, unless right. WWE, like I said, decides to drastically change things, which I don't see happening. So unfortunately, I think this is going to be a, a thing that continues. Yeah. Um, but still, uh, again, good numbers for all the shows this week. Uh, so as far as news goes, that's about it this week. Um we got a couple other super chats. I mean, a couple other chats. Vivek Jolka is asking who your favorite opponent was in WWE. 
man, I, I loved wrestling so many different people there. I, it was everybody was was great in their own unique way. Even, even like I talked about, I learned a lot from wrestling John Cena, even though personally we have our differences on things. John's incredible in the ring and what he was able to. Uh, he taught me a lot on um, listening to the audience and that you don't have to do a million things and you can get a lot more over doing less and uh, in maximizing everything that you do, which I'd been taught that and understood that, but to actually experience it night in and night out, uh, main eventing for over a year and, and for the better part of close to two years uh, in different scenarios and really then throughout that at various points. Um, it's, it, I was able to take things that I was able to use in my matches, especially as a baby face and a heel you know, on both sides of it, uh, and get the maximum reaction out of people on things. So, uh, from a development standpoint, I think I, I, I would put Jericho and Cena as the two Jericho. I was a heel with Cena and both guys. I was a heel with on that. I would put, I would rank it up there with Jericho and Cena. They're the two. Cause I learned yeah. the most from them. Yeah. Well, uh, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. This was our test run of doing this live, and we definitely appreciate it. And uh, uh, we will be back next week. I think we're going to try uh, doing it live again next week, so 1 p.m. Eastern on Friday. Yeah. Each and every week here, we'll, we're going to keep continuing to do this and, uh, and expand this show and improve it. And I will look on my end of, of getting things improved on the Wi-Fi uh, so the broadcast quality is a little bit better. But, Raj, anything to plug to wrap up? Uh, keep checking out WrestlingInc.com. Uh, as always, tons of interviews, exclusives. Uh, we've had Kurt Angle, Lance Archer recently, Benjamin Carter, who just uh, uh, made big waves in AEW, uh, just uh, Mike Bennett. So just tons of stuff. WrestlingInc.com. We broke the story last night of uh, the, the whole thing with the Twitch accounts and everything. So keep checking out WrestlingInc.com. Good deal, guys. I have Vicky Guerrero on the Ryback show. That's available now. I have Nyla Rose, which I got to go get ready. She's going to be on the following week on the Ryback show on all podcast platforms. And today is the final day to enter my Feed Me More Nutrition $3,000 cash giveaway with my signed WWE Authentic Championship. Simply go to feedmemore.com. Use discount code Ryback3000. We have that image on the homepage. Follow the instructions. You get 20% off your order. And you're automatically entered into the $3,000 cash and WWE championship giveaway. And I'll be announcing the winner live here on Ryback TV on my Feed Me More Nutrition giveaway tomorrow in the afternoon. So stay tuned for that. Get your orders in. It ends midnight Pacific. And after that, thank you guys very much for watching. You just listened to another episode of the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. Feed me more. Feed me more. May you rest in. Awesome! Yes! 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 Hulkamania is running wild! Yeah! I said give me the hell yeah! Ha <laughs> ha! Woo! Shooting place! Wrestling report!